welcome to the we show ankit pleasure having you here and uh, i still remember the day when i was myself entering into uh, the entrepreneurship world and i came to you and we discussed about how your journey has been and then you were the first one who told me just go and take a leap and just try out things nothing is going to worry you and yeah so we are here again to the uh, sitting together and discussing about things pleasure having you here buddy Oh, likewise, thanks, thanks, Trevor, for for calling me, and and I'm so glad that uh, you, you did take a leap uh, in in one way or the other, and uh, yeah, happy to share uh, knowledge uh, and experience, whatever I have, uh, uh, if, if it is useful for people uh, who would want to take similar leaps, that'll uh, be amazing. So, uh, Ankit, like, why why don't we just start about telling about what what you currently do at Branch? What is the general concept behind Branch? And just in a very quick intro about Branch. So, Branch basically is a uh, deep linking infrastructure for mobile apps uh, that helps drive uh, better user experience uh, for for end users. And also, I'll give you an example. And also, you know, some sort of a measurement. Like, for example. uh if i give you a link right and uh, i send it to you on whatsapp let's say it's a flipkart link right right and if you click on that link and that opens the mobile web even though you have the app installed right then it means that they are not using branch or that's not a branch link oh okay so branch links uh help drive the best user experience like what do you exp- uh, as an end user of for uh, their channels uh, which is a website or a mobile website or or an app uh, you want uh, to have a, a seamless experience across all of their properties right like for example if i am uh, i'm browsing something on my desktop and then i suddenly go back and let's say i, I go and open uh, let's take an example of an ott right i am on that place i'm watching a show uh, i go back in i open the the app and i can start from that exact same position now that can happen when the the user is logged in on both the platforms right but what's when the user is not logged in right even then as an end user you expect uh, the the platform to know you or to give you the best experience so branch helps in uh, delivering that uh, or giving the infrastructure to the apps so that they can build uh, these user experience using our linking infrastructure great so basically it's like a plug and play thing where you know for a certain app for any kind of an app you can just take the infra from branch and just integrate and get started that's it yes cool. so india may be uh, we have uh, almost 60 uh, more than 60% of the top 200 apps uh, that use our linking infrastructure oh. so i'm pretty sure that in your phone right now or whoever is watching you have five apps that use branch <laughs> That so it's it's it it has been pretty well adopted over the past uh, few years. Hmm. Great. Uh, uh, so, uh, like, I think this is a wonderful explanation of how a deep link thing works. Everyone will be able to relate to it because, yeah, everyone is you know so much occupied and filled with all the apps and stuff in the daily life. Otherwise, the life doesn't work. So, uh, moving to the other part of it, right? If if we go back and talk about your journey. So your journey did not really start only at branch. The entrepreneurship journey which you onboarded, you 
did uh, a small startup while you were in college then you did uh, your uh, professional career and job you started with Wipro then again you switched to a startup as a CTO then uh, then coming to branch so how did this happen like uh, like what were the learnings on the way and how did you actually start you know let's do something of my own rather than you know uh, just going out and doing a job it's a and the way i sort of stumbled across uh, it was during my college days i, I used to there was um, you know a small company in the basement of my college uh, that uh, my seniors had started so i joined those guys because i always considered myself a, a good programmer right like coming up uh, uh, in, in school and you know i used to program a lot So I was I always thought that I was a really good programmer, but I did not know anything about uh, professional software development, right? Like for me, when I was probably ten years old, a good programming was like yes, I can write a palindrome program or a prime number program kind of a thing. You all start very quickly, and yeah. everyone starts there. Then I, I built the small games, I, I built websites, and so I used to think that you know this is something that. uh really interests me and you know I'd like to uh, involve myself more there so i joined this uh company wherein we were building a software called a restaurant management system it basically is a point of sale software uh, for restaurants and that is the first time i got exposed to what like real software is which end users uh would probably use so i got uh, started learning c sharp Uh, and this was way back in 2005 uh, we built we built the software on on .net i think 1.1 uh, .net 1.1 uh, it was a windows desktop app uh, we also built a mobile component of that uh, which you know the stewards in a restaurant would take and sort of take orders on the table now, of course now these days these these things are pretty common but this is way back in 2005 yeah. uh, and we used like a hp handheld pda which was like this big in size and i sort of built the the app uh, for that and like it we used to run on a windows mobile platform so uh did that uh, we saw some success uh, we sold that to a couple of restaurants uh, one in bangalore and two of them in mumbai and this was all when i was like 2005 2006 years old um so that's where the the bug of creating something from the scratch and the joy of seeing people use it uh, in their daily lives or in their real lives i think that was something that uh, really drove me and they like it, it i was really really excited with that so uh, with obviously with that business had faces its troubles and then i uh, sort of moved to doing a lot of freelancing uh started another company which was in the education domain because i always uh had a soft spot for uh education and you know it just sort of runs in I, i think in my family and uh it's just starting that i'm probably the least academically qualified person in my entire family uh, it's still it's still an internal joke uh but uh, yeah and then started another company which was a test prep tool for students in class 10 like very simple uh, we partnered with some uh, local uh, coaching classes right but they are big like five six centers and they are they had like i think 4000 students across like five branches and then we built the school deployed there uh, that happened 
that is where it, it all started okay and then uh, you moved to wipro after that right yes uh, so i did this uh, obviously the thing is you uh, it's easy to start right. right and it's a good thing that it's easy to start in these days right uh, but once you hit you know some sort of a scale which in in that in those days was just 4000 students and now we are trying to figure out like will they pay money uh, how can we pay uh, you know get money out of them uh, and the coaching classes that we were sort of partnering with they, they didn't want to uh, add it as a fee so we, a lot of those challenges came and obviously uh, pretty early we weren't able to figure that out i still remember we uh, launched this sort of a scratch card for 216 rupees Okay. And uh, the first student sort of called me and it's like, "Hey, are you?" The company was called Scope with Pace, right? So the the name of the coaching academy was Pace Academy, okay. and uh, it's like, "Okay, you Scope with Pace, uh, funny uh, thing." And then that person called me is like, "You know, we want to buy a test preparation package uh, for two hundred and sixteen rupees." And then I remember I I took a bus to um, Malayshwaram where that uh, student came with her dad. Uh, with 216 rupees in change that uh, and i really gave her that scratch card uh it was uh interesting but then obviously then scale up uh, we had invested uh, you know we had access to some sort of capital that uh then scale up i realized i spoke to a lot of my mentors uh one of the members is you know my my best friends parents uh, you know them uh Okay. most mom and dad like they they have been my mentors for uh, a long long time and it, i think it's it's very important to uh know quite early in your uh life uh, i wouldn't say uh, you know just career so this said uh, probably you know get more industry experience see how things are done at scale and you know just probably learn a little bit more and i think i was at that moment at that curve wherein i thought that i had figured things out and like this is my thing and i'm going to be the next uh, you know whatever scale this startup up and you know all of those uh, dreams of a 21 year old uh not shattered uh, joined uh, joined wipro interestingly and luckily i I always I hear this a lot of times from a lot of people like you know they when they had these experiences at these big uh, services companies like in Pro and all. Uh, I had a really really good experience at Pro. And uh, yeah, about Pro, yeah. I I I loved every every day of it. And uh, the the good thing was uh, that I joined obviously as a fresher uh, because I had a campus offer from Pro. and as a fresher i was i joined a team that had uh, that was building product on dotnet using c sharp and i had been programming in c sharp and dotnet for 5 years so just imagine like you you go in there wearing a cape and like oh yes i have you know i'm i'm a fresher <laughs> and then uh, i think the teams soon did realize that you know maybe i can uh, i've done this before uh, so the ride was good I learned a lot. I learned a lot about uh, organizations and learned a lot about teams. Uh, I learned a lot about uh, professionals. I think because obviously the team in Vipro is built of professionals who have been there. Some of them then were uh, you know five, six, ten years uh, in in their their careers. So I learned a lot there, and uh, that's. I would still rate my journey at Wipro and and all of the learnings are like really really good.
but then how did it uh, then after vaporizing you moved to let center right you joined as a cto then how, what was your mindset at that point of time that you you actually tasted a bit of uh, that startup journey and you wanted to scale and you already had problems to solve and you realize that the, uh, these things you need to work upon right which you were anyways learning at pipro as well in different aspects you were learning about professionalism about teams how to operate and all those things so how did that happen that you know uh, you realize that okay this is the time now i, I think i am ready enough to launch myself and let's go and try again uh, in that startup thing where i actually belong so how did that happen you know i'd be lying if i said that uh, all of this was planned Okay. and uh, you know there's this uh, i think she jobs said that said you can only connect the dots looking backwards right, right? i had not planned it okay uh, it, the and maybe now maybe you know later we can sort of connect the dots and see as to why i took some of the decisions that i did take uh, you know in, in those times but uh, my plan was simple i think when i when i was in repro and i was obviously doing really well uh, you know in the projects and you know getting the uh, the appreciation from the team of you know being an expert and i thought that okay you know maybe this is really good uh, i'm enjoying it and then there was this uh, big thing uh, i'm pretty sure it's still the same case even today uh, on site assignments right i i was working for Uh, a big investment uh, from a bank in the US called Charles Schwab, and uh, I went and told my manager, like, uh, you know what, I I am going to take uh, uh, I want to take an on-site assignment, and you know, just start processing my H1. And he's like, you know, you 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 have just spent 12 months in the period of pressure. and you know there are these internal policies uh, you know that did not uh, allow obviously i mean now when you look at it uh, now i can i speak to people who have uh, you know one year into the system so i i i went and told my managers like you know it's going to be too late and he says like dude you spent like 12 months and tell and saying that i'll do it for you next year and you're saying one year is too late like yes it's it's going to be too late uh he uh, was able to get an exception for me uh, went through that process i had an assignment and i was about to embark on that journey uh, in 6 to 8 months time and during that period what happened was i came across um, this listing for a cto at lexington and that's that's also like it is just i think by stroke of luck that this happened and uh, so big, i saw uh, how big was the company there very very small i think they uh, it was started just few months uh, before uh, the thing was they they did not have a technical the team did not have a technical co-founder okay and uh, then uh, again as a stroke of luck uh, rishabh was the, the ceo he was in coming to pune for some meetings and i was like okay let's see you know maybe everything that i did and again education related to education you know i had a lot of ideas uh, i was like okay i'll i'll go for for a lunch with him uh, so i i met him uh, in pune we, we went for a lunch and uh, I showed him. I I had an iPad, you know. So I I took my iPad, 
uh, I showed him Score with Pace, which was a platform which was still built. Uh, it was still running. It was still online. Uh, although I had not put, um, there was nobody else running yet. It was just, but it was a functional platform. And the difference of the existing at, at that time, the licensing platform and what I had in Score with Pace, like it was a big <laughs> change. And then. He saw that and was like, "Dude, who built that?" I was like, "Yeah, I built it, uh, you know, and we ran it, and we saw scale and all of that." And uh, I think that's where things really, uh, you know, took off. I then went and met their team, uh, the rest of the team, the investors. Uh, they had raised uh, small capital, and they were like, "Join us, you know, as a technical co-founder, uh, you know, come and be our CTO." And you know, I, I shared the passion more than. Uh, the need for me becoming, uh, you know, a titular CTO, or me saying that I want to get into, uh, you know, entrepreneurship and do things. And then I was faced with this difficult uh, decision of letting go of an H1 B, which is in my hands. I was, you know, in six months. Because this this conversation is around May June, and you know how the H1 cycles are. Is that you know you start in October, and I get gotten the approvals and all of that. Uh, and I was like, this is really difficult because, on one hand, uh, there's something which is obviously very, very safe. Uh, it's a place where I know that I wouldn't fail, right. right? Because I'd been a .NET developer for six years, even though my experience was right, one and a half years, and I knew everything. So there's no like I would still be that rock star if I had to be. Uh, so it's it's a pretty easy thing. Whereas on the other side. I was looking as like, dude, I'm what, 25, uh, something of passion, and I see a, a passionate team. Okay, there's this risk. Uh, maybe this doesn't does not work out six months down the line. Uh, I did not think a lot, to be honest. It just happened in a second. I was like, chuck it. I will make other opportunities in my life. Uh, I had that confidence that if if I'm, I mean, if even if I give this up, uh, because I had. Come through to make that opportunity my for myself, not because of luck, but because of uh, you know all of the confidence that I had in my abilities uh, in that domain. I let go of that and I jumped on this, in which I was not very confident uh, because this was now a little different serious business and uh, I had no visibility as to whether it will work out or not. But I think the good part or uh, the learning which I take. From here is that you had the confidence to actually take that decision, right? I mean, that was a big thing, right? Because you yourself had worked as a developer for like six years, and then you were like, okay, there's a new opportunity coming in. Let's try it out. Otherwise, I know I am good. I can handle things, and I can do well in jobs. So I'll anyways be able to perform. I think this was something which which enabled that transition to be more smooth. Right. I think I think that's 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 exactly the point, which is why I, uh, you know, it's, it's it's easy for me to be, you know, I can come and say that no, I was planning to do it. It was not a plan. Right. Okay. So, that uh, time, time for sure. Right. Uh, but it just happened, and it's it's like those moments, right? Like these very small moments that will decide, uh, you know, how you take. The course, but the prep for that moment is is when you are living every day. Right. So how how was late center and then like I mean only being the only tech guy there and handling a team where everything has just started. So how was it? 
it was uh, it was a humbling experience it was a really uh, like it was fun but it was a very very difficult experience as well right, right? and because we, we obviously uh, I went in lots of excitement uh, went in built a, a cold group of engineers together uh, we, we are all friends even today uh, the, the, the rest of the the team was good like they were also you know on the top of their game uh, we built the platform from scratch and like the, the platform has some, has some really cool features uh, you know for, for those days and then we started scaling Lexington and Lexington when you know it scaled up and up and up and uh, we ultimately we, we reached on 4 million students uh, and uh, you know around them uh, lot of organizations and lot of internships we were the the number one uh, internship platform uh, in, in 2013-2014 for most part of 2014 and then uh, we also had some really good competition which is uh, which is a good thing to see that you know there, there are other people who are trying to come up with this space uh, learning experience and I think that is one of the experience that I still go back and suggest everyone that it's sort of a once in a lifetime experience. You need to put yourself in those in that position. Uh, there might be a lot of pain, uh, you know, when you go through that, but it, it's it's all sort of worth it. I have done other sort of smaller projects or tried starting up, wherein like even during when I was starting up, uh, you know, in college, that did not work out. That sort of tanked in three months. Right. And when that happens, I see a lot of people they're like, "Ek baal tank ho gaya teen mahine mein." So then you're like, you tell it, this is not for me, let's go back. Right. But the beauty is that every time something tanks, you, you, you come out uh, of that experience learning so much, how much ever small that experience is. Right. Huh. So, that's why I say that if you have an idea, even if you think uh, like whatever it is, just go with it. Yeah. And then see how long you can stick with it. I think this is really great. You eventually sold that to uh, another company, right? And you yes. So we sold to uh, Aspiring Minds. It's a Gurgaon-based company that helps in, in uh, testing, test preparation, and things like that. Um, they obviously saw a lot of value. We had created a lot of value, so which is which is the good thing. Which is I was telling you a little earlier. The platform still live. I still come across people who. Uh, still find internships or jobs uh, through Lexington. So uh, we we did add a lot of value on both the sides to the organizations that we are serving to the students. Um, it's just that it we probably were a, a couple of years too early in the market. Right. So uh, I think this has been a really great journey, anyways. But uh, think of it. Uh, like for someone who who is you know just coming into a system just coming out of the college because i've seen your as you as you mentioned right you tried something in college and you were confident about your skill set then you joined the uh, wipro and then you actually moved to your own startup thing uh, I, I mean at a good uh, where uh, good uh, i would say position where you were handling something and you were setting up something right from the core of it but uh, what if someone uh, like right from the college and he has that you know that bug of uh, like you know that that intent of creating value and something but but maybe you know not able to get those options out there 
so what is the general scenario what is the general piece of advice there like should he or she directly jump on to the jobs or rather you know take on some time and experiments or join some smaller companies because you know i mean as the indian society grows like there is always that security wala uh, thing which comes up right if you go to a job there is job security and you're just moving out of like how can you go to a system where where there is no job security right there is nothing you know about the funds nothing you know about the business and you are just trying to enter into that well i think 2013 14 was also maybe uh, i'm not sure but you can uh, maybe correct me uh, that there that if the opportunities were uh, in the similar fashion i don't think so i think like it now we have more number of opportunities compared as the uh, uh, like as the startup system and other systems are growing in the country as well but uh, what do you think uh, a very young kid out just straight out of the college and trying to get an impact in the business should do so my advice for someone who is uh, you know as you said about to enter or entering uh figure out what your core skill sets are right and uh, build on those skill sets build on those strengths uh and be aware about your where opportunities are lying what are the things that naturally come to you and you'd be good at and also be very self aware of what are the what are your limitations and what are the things that you need to work on like for example even today i know what are still are the things i need to work on and i need to improve on uh opportunities are never uh, uh at least what i have seen is that you will find an opportunity it might take some time uh i was when when i had to shut down my startup up you know that i did after college score it and joined wipro like was i excited or was i too happy in the beginning no uh, i waited two and a half years for that opportunity but i was waiting but what was i doing during those two and a half years i uh, i learned android during that time uh, which which had nothing to do with what i was doing you know at at work because that was all completely different software uh i learned a lot of other technologies i invested i think most of the money that i had i i just kept on reinvesting and learning i really like uh, this insight from yours that you know uh, even when the time is not yours you need to keep on push, uh, pushing yourself hard to you know gain the right skills or maybe trying drilling on more where you find yourself you are good at because you never know when the time will come right the time will come so yeah uh that is super great uh like uh, i think this has been an interesting conversation let's let's now uh talk about your roles at branch and no uh, roles in general but also about uh, the learnings you have had at branch because i think it's roughly 5 years there and you yeah. started when uh, uh you started at a scale where the team size was total 30 all around the world and now now what is the size i don't even know we are around 350 or okay. 400 around that number yeah so i mean that has been super crazy as well and your roles has been also changing there right so in general like my first first question there would be like how have you managed or in general like what is your take on you know acquiring skill like because every role will require you to also upgrade right when you upgrade your skill set has to also upgrade not only in terms of technical fashion but also about in terms of professionalism in terms about 
operation and so many things right and you yourself are handling uh, and wearing so many multiple hats across the branch organization itself so what is your take there i think the only thing that sort of one thing i want to call out with experience and the reason which has sort of enabled uh, me to be successful at branch is the the founders has sort of instilled or, or brought together the core values of the company and that is instilled so deeply in everyone that it sort of trust me for me that solves 50% of the problems right and um you might hear about uh, i don't know how it is because i i don't have a lot of experience of working in like multiple similar startups uh, but when you hear about values and you hear about culture and i used to think that you know probably okay uh, silicon valley most of the companies are like that uh, but then over the past few years i've realized that uh, branch is in fact unique even you know when it comes to as uh, you know some of the peer companies uh, so those values have sort of propelled the company forward and come you know uh, with the scale with, with what we have seen i obviously have uh, juggled in i think almost all of the uh, i've worked in except for being in hr although i did uh, did most of the recruiting work uh, during the period when we were scaling up i think i've been uh, contributing in most of, of the the functions and then obviously in the early days that's the good thing about it uh, wherein you have uh, i had the tech skills i had uh, you know relatively good people skills some other skills that i built uh, but today when as and when the things have sort of scaled up now like i started by leading a team of three people and now only in india we have uh, you know a big team of like 35 plus people and in iraq we have around 70 plus people uh the the attitude of learning or the way you learn is something that you need to draw out for yourself and that's that's something that i do for myself uh, every new thing that i take on i need to consciously go and erase all of the uh, assumptions or understanding that i have about uh, you know that that movie strike knowledge uh, and there are Uh, there are very simple learning frameworks to that that you can build something that works for you and just keep on uh, you know iterating on that uh, i probably not might not be learning a lot of new technology uh, or hands on uh, you know practice of technology in the recent past but i'm still learning a lot about uh, yeah, scaling up organizations uh, scaling up teams and making sure uh align there's alignment making sure you know we have uh, great communication conduits between teams and you know how it all goes up so there is uh, a lot of learning and one has to invest like continuously right. in doing that yeah so uh i mean uh, this uh like before just ending the podcast for today uh, i this is a very uh, this is the last question of the conversation which i generally have it's about a piece of advice now i would make it more uh, more specific a piece for, of advice for anyone who is uh, for example remember the young ankit like the 2023 year old ankit and you know maybe he might be in a wipro or you know any other place maybe in a small startup or any other job right 
what is the one piece of advice for someone who is trying to create that impact and maybe not very clear about how things are like uh two things one uh, find uh, what you are good at and that would be by default uh, something that you are interested in doing right uh, and that is also a process right you learn by experimenting and maybe in the form of internships or taking on different projects different kind of things right you learn that way that okay as as much as possible and actually that you brought a good point as to how you do it is just by doing a lot of iterative experiments yeah. uh, just pick things like i had picked a lot of i i want i wanted to write i wanted to code uh, you know i wanted to code mobile apps uh, i knew that i would do something which is related to technology yeah. right but then uh, even then i can still remember at least empty number of ideas that i would have brainstormed with you know my friends and maybe uh, started some uh, only worked on it for let's say 15 days there were some ideas we worked on it for 3 months then there were some we probably worked on 6 months uh, as many times you can do that uh, you, you should uh, you should just keep on uh, you know pushing there it will give you a learning experience back like don't think that if the first or the second or the third idea that you started was did not make it to some sort of an external validation and funding is an external validation it has nothing to do with uh, you know what you are trying to do so uh, don't be dejected by that um, you don't tie anything with external validation just keep on experimenting uh, and it's it's also about this um, mindset that you need to have uh, i think one thing that i would strongly recommend uh, one of the books uh, we, we recommend really highly is a book called the uh, mindset and there are some really good examples and i wish i had read that uh, that book was not published in 2011 uh, but i would re- highly recommend that uh, to everyone right. even for me i would like to add like sometimes uh, when you whenever you are into a situation right i mean having that mindset of expecting okay like things will not be easy and things will take a lot from you actually uh, makes the process smooth rather than just going and hitting and realizing oh and getting overwhelmed by the situation right uh, i'm i i haven't read that book maybe i'll pick it up in the next uh, like next suit but yeah uh, even i i strongly believe there yeah cool so grit and and grinding is very important Like you need to grind through things. Uh, things will not just turn up one day and be amazing for you. You have to make them. Right, and you have to create your luck, right? Yeah, which is which is what it is. You just keep on grinding every single day, uh, and you'll be learning, and you'll you'll, uh, you'll everyone will find opportunities. It's just that how uh, well you are able to receive them, and how confident you are in giving up things when you find those opportunities, right? Like. and you have the core skill sets you're pretty confident that even if it goes wrong or something goes wrong like my skill sets are my skill sets like nobody can take them away from me right. yeah cool uh thanks ankit i think this has been an awesome time i'll also put your linkedin handles in the description below so that people who want to maybe reach out sometime can actually drop by of course uh thanks thanks for your time pleasure having you here likewise brother thank you and all the best